Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about the link between being hypomanic and entrepreneurship. Now, to be honest, I didn't even know what this word meant. Like, I, I ended up reading this book, um, which was recommended by another entrepreneur. And uh, he talked about how, you know, he read this book and, like, the list that they, they mentioned at the start of the book made him, like, he couldn't believe what, how much, if, it, like, when he read the list, it, like, basically connected with him. And uh, I was like, okay, let me, let me try this book out. So I'm going to read what it says. Um, and this is a list that... Um, this guy came up with like kind of a qualifications for like being hypomanic and asked if like a lot of entrepreneurs like felt this. And when he kept talking to them, they kept saying like, yep, 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 yep. That's me. So it says, uh, he or she is filled with energy, flooded with ideas, driven, restless, and unable to keep still channels energy into achievement of wildly grand ambitions, often works on little sleep, feels brilliant, special chosen, perhaps even destined to change the world can be euphoric, becomes easily irritable by minor obstacles, is a risk taker, overspends in both business and personal life, acts out sexually, sometimes acts impulsively with poor judgment in ways that can have painful consequences, fast talking, witty and gregarious, confidence can make him or her charismatic and persuasive, is also, is also prone to make enemies and feels persecuted by those who do not accept the vision and mission. I, yo, listen, I read that and I was like, whoa. And like, obviously, um, even the book talks about this, like people trying to like deny like the negative ones, which would be like prone to make enemies um, or and, and feel persecuted by those who don't accept the vision. That one I know is true for me. Like, um, like especially when I was starting, like not now, now I'm a lot better about this. When I first was starting you know, uh, as an entrepreneur, if someone didn't like, hundred percent be on board with what I was doing, I was, I was like, yo, you're the worst person ever. Like to me, that was like the worst type of treachery. Um, you know, fast talking, obvious. Um, the witty and gregarious, yep. Um, oh, the one that people usually try and block out is the acts out sexually. But um, nope, that was a hundred percent me when I first started. And obviously, that was, that was me even when I was in high school before I wanted to be in entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, it was just all that was just true. So, um, but I wanted to bring it up. Cause I might be able to give somebody some relief out there. Um, you might hear that list and be like, wow, that is a hundred percent me. Um, and it's not so much about the title of being hypomanic. Like I don't, I don't really care about that um, either way. Like, um, so if you know, just from a standpoint of the words, like manic is like, um, you, when you're manic, you are, uh, you can have like bipolar, but when you're like hypomanic, hypo means a little bit less. So then you're not fully manic. But um, what the, I think the bigger thing that got me with reading this, though, is that when I thought about the people I tracked into my life, all my friends were like this. All of them right across the board. Like I couldn't like I, I can think of maybe like one or two friends who didn't fit the list. But, man, I, I read that list to a couple of my friends and they're all just like, whoa, like that's crazy. And so just from those connections alone. It, it, it was scary. Um, but I know this isn't going to apply to everybody, but so this is specifically to people who I think feel like want to be or feel like they're de destined to be entrepreneurs. Uh, 
you have to find a way to take all these things and like you know use it for your success because like even like the one that's like chasing after grandiose like ideas and like feeling shows and special and like like gifted those type of things right like for me I grew up my whole life thinking everybody thought that they were chosen to do something great special and I, I believe everybody is everybody has a has a purpose um, but obviously not everybody believes that for their own life um, so. Uh, you can use that to your advantage by believing in yourself, going after what you want to do and helping other people to, to, to do the exact same thing. Um, when it comes to like being fast talking, some people say that's bad, but you know what I've realized about being a fast talker is that you can bring so much energy to a room that like when you talk to people, you like, they might not be able to hear everything you're saying, but you're bursting with energy. They can feel the passion for what you're talking about. And that's, that's an amazing thing. Um, but each one of these things, if used properly, they can actually be used for your advantage. They can be used to help you be successful if you use them right. Um, but I think one big thing here, and why I even bring this up, is because it's just helpful to even know it's a thing. To know, to hear about it, hear the word hypomanic, hear the list, and be like, huh, whoa, I connect on a lot of those things. Um, in terms of what to do, like it, it, so the book goes on. I didn't, I didn't even like, so that's one of, this is one of those books, that was, and it's called The Hypomanic Edge, where the first like 20 pages were like dope. Like, uh, it was so um, amazing to, to read. But then after that, like, it kind of got into some stories. Some of them were okay. But um, I really wasn't feeling the rest of it. Uh, but one thing it did talk about early on in the book as well is that um, there are a lot of um, immigrants that are hypomanic. And it was saying that to even want to move to another country in the first place is such, like, risky behavior. Um it goes against everything that we should want to do because you you grow up with your tribe, your group, your family, and then you're just gonna leave that whole thing and go somewhere else. Like there's not a lot of advantages to doing that, but it shows why so many entrepreneurs are, you know, they, they move to the United States and the United States is the highest. I think it's the United States, Canada. Yeah, United States, Canada, and I think New Zealand was the other one that have like a crazy concentration of high romantics. Um, and it was talking about how how many people immigrate to those places and are attracted to those places. Um, and a lot of the reason is because, you know, the ability, you want to go be an entrepreneur in those places. But even before that, it's like they already have a lot of uh, immigrants because uh, immigrants are willing to take those risks. So then there's a high concentration, lots of entrepreneurship that just attracts more people. Um, so some good things to think about there. Um, just know that like, this is a book that I definitely um, recommend. Um, yeah, I'd I also recommend buying it or, or at least some, if you can like rent it or borrow it from someone, then do that. Read the first, um, the, the introduction to the book and it will give you a lot of peace. And there's a couple stories in it. Um, like I like Christopher Columbus's story. That's the first one. Um, Andrew Carnegie was also all right. Um, just cause he is like, you know, he's famous or whatever. Most people know him. The other guys I didn't really know and I didn't really think their stories were that good. So, um, that's that. But anyway, y'all have a great day. Uh, I will holler at y'all later.